Hello and welcome to the Sips Don't Lie podcast with Jane and Jenny. In this podcast we honestly discuss life, love and how to be your most authentic self. In each of our episodes we'll pair our conversation with wine that matches the mood and topic we're talking about. So pour yourself a glass, get comfy and remember Sips Don't Lie and you're starting to feel it's right. Hi guys and welcome to episode 9. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I'm Jane and I'm joined by my co-host Jenny for this festive episode. Hi guys. Tonight we're going to be talking all about Christmas. For some this is the most wonderful and exciting time of the year but for others it can be anxiety inducing, stressful and pretty exhausting. Jen what have you matched tonight's conversation with? So tonight I decided that we would go for a mulled wine because it's Christmas and yeah I just thought you know actually we don't need to think about it too much just a bit of hot wine is is pretty decent. Um, So just a couple of quick facts about mulled wine. So mulled wine has various names so it's known in Germany as Glühwein Mm. Uh, in Italy, it's known as vin brûlé, and in France, it's called vin chaud. Vin wine. Yeah. So, and it was the Romans that actually invented mulled wine, and it was because they didn't really like some of the standard kind of average wines that they that they were making at the time. So they used to put all of these wonderful spices in them so that they could taste um, they could taste a lot better essentially and have mm. aromatics and yeah more spices and yeah that sort of thing. So but it's a wonderful drink to drink at Christmas. Um, you can get them kind of in pre-made bottles or you can add the spices yourself. Um, yeah and it's just it's just it's such a warming drink and do you know what for, I, I just love it as a party wine to be honest mm. it's so to drink and just so so fun as well definitely I love mulled wine like I'm not that fussed on Christmas but mulled wine is my favorite and my favorite is so I went and actually got the spices and made it the the kind of that way with the red wine but do you know what mine is missing a little bit of liqueur like a bit of bisserano in it or something a bit Ooh. sweet to give it that edge nice I do like that. Yeah, you could you could definitely put some. I think you can sometimes. I don't know if you can put brandy in it or something, but yeah, yeah, that brandy as well. It's so good in it. Stick um, it in. <laughs> definitely. Have you been? You know when you go Winter Wonderland in London? Yeah. They're like normal mold wine or mold wine with liqueur added, and it's just so much better. Yeah, like that a lot. I got a lot of time for that. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. So let's kick off. Yeah, let's do it. Um. So. I so, so we were talking about Christmas and we, you talked a little bit about you know um, it can be quite stressful and I think maybe some of the reasons that we think it's quite stressful is that there's a bit of a pressure to maybe have it all or look like you've created the best day and you're having mm-hmm. fun and you're all dressed up in the same onesies and you know that there's that pressure and I mean I mean what do you think do you think that you have that pressure or do you feel like there's that pressure around the day because it is just one day at the end it of the is, day isn't yeah it? it's really interesting I, I totally understand what you mean that that contrived perfect Christmas portrait of yes. everyone standing in their different heights in their little pajamas and it's really cute but it, it feels a bit forced but in terms of me I don't really have that pressure I think it comes from like 
like my parents are both were, were both not born in the UK, so my and my mum's not even Christian, so neither of them grew up with the Westernized version of Christmas, if that makes sense. Yeah, Christmas yeah. was something they started doing because they moved to the UK. So that removes hundreds of years of family traditions and Christmas things. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. something that you do because you live in this country. Like it's kind of akin to I had friends that lived in Dubai. Then they might not be Muslim, but you observe Ramadan because it's the national holiday of that country. But yeah. it's more of a bank holiday than a traditional kind of, do you know what I mean? You might engage with some of the local customs and go to Iftar yeah. and stuff like that. But ultimately, it's not your culture and tradition. So that's why, why I feel Christmas just in my family on both sides doesn't have a real strong kind of pull to it. And but my mum yeah. used to work a lot on Christmas as well because she was a midwife. So it was kind of just a, a weird day when we were off. But obviously, we, we bought into it and stuff. But in terms of family pressure within my family my extended family it's kind of just an extra day off where you eat lots of food so we don't have that um as much pressure on it really what about you yeah and I think I think you're right it is just a day off really but I think I, I don't know my mum um just I think she she really loves the whole day and really makes a big deal out of it mm-hmm. and it's something that you know even in September she's kind of like what are you doing for Christmas? And I'm like, Mum, it's three bloody weeks ago away, uh, three months yeah. away, and it's one day, <laughs> you know. But for her, and you know, it's a, it's very much a big thing of like, what are you doing? Where, you know, it's something to look forward to, really. Mm. And kind of links me on to the second point that I wanted to make around super mums, and is it the women that have to kind of do everything? Because I think in my family, my mum you know she'd go to like four or five different supermarkets she'd be prepping for weeks Mm. you know even just for the food shop she'd be going for like four or five supermarkets and you know getting the turkey from Morrison's because it was the best there and she'd be going getting the rest from Waitrose and then she'd be getting other bits from M&S and and other bits from that honestly it it was just mad and it did feel like you know she was holding all of this pressure Mm. and it's really interesting because I hosted Christmas Day for my family a few years ago and also kind of inherited that pressure because also because obviously my mum was there so I felt that need of like okay so I need to get this right but actually Mm. I I, you know did an online shop order which delivered 90% of the things that I needed and then just popped out for a few bits so actually it was a lot more manageable yeah that sounds um, yeah but I but I don't know I mean has it been um, you know I know your parents aren't together but do you, when if they were and you could remember them was it your mum that would own it or was it how, how did that work oh yeah definitely my parents only divorced a few years ago so we've had I've had most of nearly yeah. all the Christmases with them together in the same house um and yeah and the mum my mum run the show like she'd you'd get everything from Marks and Spencer's because it would be a treat because it's Christmas and she'd be in charge yeah. of cooking and it's really, we'd be in the like living room doing presents and watching TV and drinking Buck's Fizz but she'd be in the kitchen prepping this really long meal all day kind of thing and yeah, yeah very matriarchal role that's been my experience of it as well and when I think of extended family when we've had bigger family Christmases with my cousins and stuff yeah. very similar vibe yeah and I think I don't and I and I, and I don't get me wrong I think that they love it because it's that need mm. to kind of like provide and to do things and to um 
kind of make everybody happy and everybody else have a nice day but it is sort of a a strange vibe that then you kind of don't enjoy it and mm. as a woman I don't know whether I feel the same I, I'm trying to change the patterns right I'm trying to change the past and trying to change that and be like actually let's look at it very differently from that um especially now anyway definitely so how did you find the day so I'm hosting Christmas this year just me and my brother and my sister and I really I just love cooking but I like cooking for people so I'm looking yes. forward to that aspect of the day but how did you find it yeah do you know when I hosted it I really enjoyed it and I did it with my brother which was which was great so I mean I'd bought everything um but I gave you know as project manager Jen uh I gave everybody specific tasks like you know somebody's on alcohol you know everyone's got their own little role and if you know but my my mum does like to obviously get involved um but it worked well with my brother and it's just about kind of starting early really and I'm lucky that in my flat the kitchen is in the di- in within the living room so actually it's very communal so you sociable. can yeah it's very sociable so you don't have to be in separate rooms when you're cooking so actually it's not a it, it's just quite nice but yeah I mean I just I think that there's so much pressure and um even this year so this year obviously is very different um and we're just doing like as a new couple we're doing our own Christmas day together Mm -hmm. and part of me was you know in that mindset of like I've got to make it perfect I've got to make sure I get everything I need to get the 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 turkey I need to order the decorations I need to make sure that I've got all the placemat you know I've got everything and I've gone Mm -hmm. to town on you know making it all great and I, I stepped back at the other day and was like actually do you know what I don't this is a joint effort this is a joint meal (laughs) I'm not gonna cook it all um I it it should be a joint effort you know it's not just about me making it perfect for the other person because that's just mad like um actually it can be a joint thing definitely I think you've brought another point which is the financials obviously you mentioned yeah. like you bought everything when and your brother helped like cook it all when it was that like, Christmas like I feel if you're hosting there's kind of a bit of a pressure to be providing everything that yes. they need whether that's alcohol food drinks snacks and it's quite a big bill to put at the end of it it's huge it's absolutely huge I mean I mean you think about if you go to someone's house for Christmas day um just how much it costs because it is you're right like the alcohol I mean the the dinner itself isn't overly expensive because it is just a glorified roast yeah but it is it's all the trimmings it's all the decoration and the making sure you've got the right glassware and making sure like all of those things are nice Um, glasses (laughs) yeah and just and just making sure you've got you know I don't know because you want the table to look good and you want the Christmas tree to be there and you know you've got to make a bit of an effort you don't have to but you feel that pressure to do that um I think Christmas when I hosted it costed me hundreds of pounds hundreds definitely and it's just all the wider things I'm thinking when obviously I've been in Manchester for about two years now but the first two years I was up here I used to come back down to London for the two weeks over Christmas and my God, I would hemorrhage money because you'd be on a Christmas night out every night. Yeah. Um, and I'm just thinking like in terms of the financial impact of Christmas, like every year I'm like, I wish I'd saved up more because there's so many 
Christmas do's for your work, yeah. for your gym, for your, I don't know if you're all these different things that your your hobbies, if you've got 17 different hobbies, you've got different <laughs> do to go to the whole of December. There's new outfits, there's new hair yeah. and makeup. There's even little things like um, in my work, they were like, do you want to do the Secret Santa? And I was like, no, I can't be asked. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you might get six offers to do Secret Santa at £10 a thing and that's 60 quid gone and it's just it can mount up the finances, can't they? Oh my God, yeah. And it's it's also like, how much do you spend on someone as well? Because I know mm-hmm. couples that spend hundreds and hundreds of pounds on someone. And I just like, oh, I just find it a little bit, and I, and I probably was that person at some point, but now I'm like, actually, do you know what people can buy, you know, when you're in a relationship, for me, it is the thought that counts. And if you can get things oh, that are like a, a nice and thoughtful, and it doesn't have to cost the world um but yeah it's just about it's just about having a nice day really and just splitting costs um yeah yeah definitely I think that's really hard especially when you're in a new relationship depending on how new the relationship is because I kind of if you've already had that first Christmas out of the way I think you become a bit more comfortable with gift giving with each other on birthdays and Christmases but for a first Christmas in a new relationship it's hard to navigate everything even from what you're going to do on the day yeah question um I so I'm thinking so this year obviously you said that you've got your brother coming up Mm -hmm. and will you charge them or how will you work out finance finances for them coming to yours for Christmas dinner how will you do it or will you just pay for it I'll I'll pay for it because I'm hosting like um if I didn't want them here I wouldn't have them here my mum will probably give us a bit of money I'll yeah. just say bring a bottle, like buy some, buy a bottle of spirits because we're going to be together for three days. If everyone brings a nice different bottle, my brother used to work in a bar as a cocktail. cocktail yeah, waitress, that's not the right term. What's the term when you work in a bar and you make cocktails? It's not a barista. What are they called? Barman. Oh. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, barista, uh, an alcoholic barista. Oh, a mixologist. Um, a mixologist. So he can make like espresso martinis and stuff. So he he'll be doing that on well he will be doing that on the day. Just so you know, Arj. Um, so they will be bringing <laughs> something different to the day. And I think it's if you can't contribute financially, you can help with clearing up. You can help with setting the table. You can help with yes. helping me cook stuff. So I feel like it will be spread. And I'm not I'm not backwards and coming forwards. I don't mind asking them. Do you want to chip in a bit? Give me twenty quid and and I'll go and get everything. Kind of vibe. Yeah, no, and that's what I mean. When my parents came here, I was kind of like, "Look, I'll pay for it because you've probably paid for it my whole life, really." And then I've mm-hmm. not really contributed. But at the same time, I was like, "Could you bring some alcohol?" Like, because I, I think yeah, alcohol, alcohol is the expensive thing, right? And I it was really like, "You is. know, I'll, 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 you know." Or to be fair, if I go there, I do now obviously bring the wine because I know I'm, t- I know I'm drinking. So, yeah, it completely depends on on really what you want um mm-hmm. and yeah how you want to do it. but I think it is it is important to be a little bit more balanced and equal with how you do it because it is a, it is an expense and it is a it is difficult to navigate that and then especially this this time around as well because so many people have lost jobs and they're on yes, furlough definitely and especially in 2020 and it's a weird expense that we all signed up to do but it's like I don't, I'm not I don't I'm not even Christian I don't even go to church <laughs> you know when you're like why am I spending yeah. celebrating this holiday? It's very odd. Um, but I have a question for you around family and knowing what the right thing to do is. So obviously, I mentioned that my parents um, are separated. So they've been separated for maybe a couple of years. I don't know how many. And I've up like 
for the rest of my life I'm not in just the stress of having to choose one of them each Christmas until yeah. until they die or I die is just too much pressure I just can't deal with it and then imagining the future if I potentially have kids or my brother or sister have kids it just there's so many dynamics that are too stressful yeah. so I just said look let's be honest we're, we're not a, a strongly Christmas heavy family like it's not do or die for Christmas like you don't you two don't even go to church on Christmas mum's not even Christian so it shouldn't really be a yeah. big deal so I just said to them Christmas for me I'm just going to do my own thing from now on oh my god it was so freeing I feel like free as a bird I can just the level of stress and pressure that I that now don't have to have unbelievable best thing I ever did but I'm just wondering have you ever had that vibe of feeling pulled and not knowing what to do on Christmas with all people you have to see yeah so I mean so my parents have been divorced since so I was eight. So I've always mm. had that dilemma of, I mean, for 22 years, Christ's sake, I've had that dilemma of which parent do I see um, mm. and didn't really have the uh, Joys. the luxury of being able to say, yeah. actually, I'm going to do my own thing when I'm nine years old, you know, <laughs> not today, mummy and daddy. Uh, no. So I so usually I spend it with my mum um, and my dad has um, stepchildren as well. So mm-hmm he they they will do something maybe with them or you know and we just we alternate between boxing day but Mm -hmm. interestingly so when I've had a partner so when I dated um I was going out with a guy for a few years we spent Christmas day with his family and Mm -hmm. oh my god I literally hated it Jane it was what was it like yeah it was dreadful because everything you do I mean like you get so used to your own family for Christmas right and you get used to doing your thing with them and you have your routine you know you know you know what you like you have your cheese and you have your you know your thing whatever and I went there and I had like we because and he he's an only child and he just had his parents and they didn't have any siblings or you know no one no one else was in, involved um so it was very quiet it was just the four of us for Christmas day and his mum was lovely and she made like this um incredible like s- seafood platter to start which is no, was a good cook. she's a good cook yeah but like seafood platter was very alien to me because I'm like well I have pate <laughs> or prawn cocktail so yeah, yeah the classics and then we had the main dinner which was nice and then there was like no cheese afterwards like a oh few- no oh and no there was no like games and it was a bit stuffy and very formal it was like we have really nice like champagne and then you know whereas I was kind of like well we get into our pajamas at like quite oh, early yeah. and, and watch crap on tv and like just watch movies and have lots drinking of games and stuff like yeah. that Whereas this was very like very formal and very quiet, and it was just really odd. And I was like, oh, I just want to go. I just want to be with my own family. Um, so how many days were you there for? Um, I think we I think we spent Christmas Eve with my family, and then on Christmas Day night we got to his house, and then Christmas Day we we spent it at his, and then I think I went back to another you know my dad or something. On Boxing Day, so much stress, so many people. I think with my, well, I think ex, when me, I was with my ex, he had a daughter, so luckily Christmas Day he'd be with his daughter. So we'd only ever hang out the days around Christmas. There wasn't any like painful Christmas days. Yeah, it's. Do you know what? It's another level of like you know actually when you're with somebody and trying to work out what they want to do is actually quite difficult. Um, yeah, and it's not something I've had to think about for a few years, but I'm obviously having to think about it this year for the first mm. time. Um, 
yeah interesting it's, it's yeah. an interesting dynamic and that's why it's so bloody stressful to be honest because it's not and it's and it's just one day but we make this big you know thing about like it's a big deal and it makes a lot of difference and holds a lot of you know holds a lot of you know big big attachments to it but it's not definitely. really like that definitely but how do you actually enjoy the day when it's Christmas day what do you do to have fun <sighs> get through it to be <laughs> mm. I think I think yeah you're right I mean I think it's like um doing things that you want to do and not holding it so that it's all the pressures on you yourself um mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, do you, I mean, I don't think I've really enjoyed Christmas maybe ever that much. Like, it's always been all right. Like, I've enjoyed it. It's been all right. But, like, never really, like, loved it. As in, like, the day. Yeah, I'm not I'm not fussed in it, as you know. I definitely am a New Year's Eve person or a birthdays person. Birthdays are probably my favourite celebration of the year. I think that's the really? Most yeah, birthdays are my number one day of the year. Because it's all about you. Christmas isn't about you. It's about Jesus. <laughs> isn't it so <laughs> the true. birthdays are my number one celebration because everyone's showing up for you and you can be a little bitch and be demanding because it's your day Christmas is there's so many other people's needs and it's not even about you it's about Jesus <laughs> I love that so, no yeah. I see I don't like birthdays I find birthdays <gasps> just a bit, yeah I'm just not that fast I'm kind of like yeah it is your special day maybe I guess I, I don't know. I just feel like birthdays are fun, but I, I just like Christmas more because it's more of a a team day sort of thing. And I, I know like I'm that. like a all about me day. Birthdays is about me and everyone's like, I love you so much. And you're like, stop, tell me more. <laughs> so, definitely. But yeah, I, to be honest, I'm surprised I'm not a lot more like that. <laughs> but, no, definitely birthdays, but then mine's birthdays, then New Year's Eve, then Christmas. Christmas isn't even on there. Like, why am I lying? It's bank holidays and then Christmas. Really? Day than Christmas, yeah. No, I'm a big Christmas fan, but I am a big more like the prep and the planning. And I, I mean, I'm a project manager at heart, right? So it's the planning and it's all of the prep. And I just love getting everything ready and decorating. And mm. I like all of that stuff really. And, and doing all of the wrapping and choosing the wrapping paper and, you know, making, doing a little crafty, you know, making everything. Yeah, nice. I do like the crafting bit. That is good. But yeah, the, the day itself, I'm like not that fussed about it. Well, the um, day's a bit of an anticlimax when you think about it because of the preps yeah. and all the drumming up. Like even thinking like my friends who've got kids have started doing Elf on the Shelf today. It's the 1st of December, everyone. Um, and that's really exciting and creative. But actually once the day comes and you've un opened the presents, it's like, that's it. Yeah. So which is, um, we're going to talk about it a bit in a bit, which is our favourite. But um, so how do you do, I guess, what's, right for you and how do you choose where you put your effort in because obviously there's as you said there's like new year and there's boxing day and christmas eve and christmas day like how how do you do what's right for you and choose what you want to kind of spend your energy on it's knowing and you've got to listen to your gut feeling and your intuition about what you enjoy and like maybe if you'd met me three years ago i wouldn't have had the guts to say to my parents I'm just going to do what makes me happy on this day because the yeah. person I really need to make happy is myself, not you guys. Um, and that, that that's the thing you need to, and that comes with really difficult conversations like saying to somebody, I don't want to see you on Christmas and they're saying to you, but I want to see you. 
you've got to really want to put your needs first and be like, but to go and see you is going to cost me money, cost me time, energy, emotional resource, everything that it costs you. You've got to weigh up, is that worth kind of putting that person's feelings first and what they want? Because a lot of Christmas is everybody's demanding on you. And a lot of those demands are time, energy and money attached to them, if that makes sense. Yeah. You've got, if, you've got, if you've got to go between Glasgow and Bournemouth to see both your parents, that's a lot of time, energy and resource for you to do that. When actually all you want to do is enjoy a few days off work, drink vodka in your flat with your mates. I know loads of friends that do friends Christmas and they have a really good time. Um, I think pe- most people do know what they want to do, but we, we get tied into these kind of um, dynamics from a very early age. Like you said, mm. your parents separated when you were long. You were in that you're in that dynamic from eight years old of each Christmas I see both parents so I think we're tied into the traditions around the day very early on and it's whether you feel when you're maybe 23 or 43 I don't want to do this anymore I want to do something else with this time um following through with it yeah and how do you think that coronavirus and this year has affected Christmas and that dynamic of because obviously a lot of people now can't meet up in big groups and maybe do the same thing that they would have done or there's another level of like you know should we do this anymore Mm. um so how Mm. how do you think that it's affecting I think it's a a really mixed bag I I feel so much for people who've lost their jobs and lost their jobs in the run-up to Christmas like I was watching the news today and like Debenhams has gone busted and that's just weeks before Christmas like that is so painful because that 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 stops you say you had the intention to go and see your dad in Glasgow and your mum in Bournemouth if you've lost your job you can't do that you're actually worrying about paying your rent next month so I absolutely know heart to people who have been put in that position because of the pandemic which I think is one group of society I think there's another group of society where like I'm secretly really happy that I don't have to see everyone (laughs) (laughs) I really do think there's people that's like oh it's such a shame you know the rules I'm following the rules can't see you and I think there's a secret group of people who are enjoying that and there's going to be people people who are like I don't care if it's three households or whatever the rule is we're going to have our traditional family Christmas because that's what we do and I think that's where everyone's going to fall into what what do you think yeah, no, I agree with you. I think I think you're right. And I think for me, it's definitely about, um, yeah, I want to observe the rules, but also, do you know, what? I'm just, I'm just over kind of, I'm, I'm just, it feels a bit unnecessary. And I think that's what this year has kind of shown where, you know, we've embraced travel for the last few years, but actually how much of it is really necessary and how mm. much of the stuff that we spend our money on is really necessary. Mm. Um, and it's not to say that it's not amazing to have holidays and it's awesome to, you know, spend time off work. And it, in some ways it is, you know, critical, but it's not, sometimes it's not when you're down to survival, right. It's, it's not really necessary. And exactly. I think this year has shown you that actually it, you can actually have zoom conversations with people I mean we we do a podcast over zoom for Christ's sake and I don't think we'd have ever thought about doing it over zoom if it wasn't in um we weren't in a pandemic we'd have been like no we need to meet up to do it record in the studio yeah exactly and I think you know actually our families and stuff we're like you know we, we had a, it was my grand's birthday and we had a you know this week actually and we had a zoom a family zoom 
and that was actually really quite nice we had an hour or so with my gran and we all you know we all joined and it was nice and that's really cute yeah you say hi to everybody and actually you don't spend any money you just all chat and it's nice and actually I'm kind of all about that sort of thing really Um, yeah it is and you don't have to be physically present to you know actually you know you can spend you can do zoom in you can you can connect with people over multiple locations it does work um, it does work I think the life yeah. of the coronavirus will be a, a blend of both I'm definitely a human contact person like video is great and it is possible and you can still live a good life but I love being with people I've actually got a really good question for you Jen mm. what is your favorite Christmas song oh my god um I was thinking oh I was thinking about this earlier I was like oh what is my I actually thought you might ask me this so I was like well, I need to prepare this Prepared. Tell um so I think it is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Really? Yeah, I bloody love that. I mean, when oh, that comes God. in in a club or, you know, when we used to go to clubs, I'd go bloody wild for that song. <laughs> I thought it would be like Baby It's Cold Outside. It's not even a Christmas song. Yeah, no, it is a Christmas song. No, no, not me. No, no, it's, it's, it's a Mariah Carey. Or there's the um, I Wish It Was Christmas Every Day. I quite like that one. Is that Wizard? I don't know. Mm, no idea. What do you think mine is? Oh, um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Is it Wham? Yeah, how did you know that? That's Christmas I gave you a heart. Yeah, yeah. My favourite, I'm obsessed with that song. Christmas. I just song. thought yeah, it might be your sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. It's my favourite Christmas song. Smashed it, Jane, smashed it. Well done, know me so well. Mm. Right, so we have a quick, we have, do you want to do our quick fire round? Oh yeah, let's do our quick fires. Christmas oh no, fire. we can call it Christmas open fire. I quite like that. <laughs> okay should we do them one after another i'll do the first yeah. one carver or champagne oh champagne i don't know what the difference is what's the difference between carver and champagne educate me <laughs> carver is spanish champagne is french oh okay maybe I'll champagne go for- champagne is made in champagne carver is made in um a region of spain um which is yeah and they use different grape varieties but they are made in the same traditional method hmm. i'm gonna go for carver but actually this year i'm gonna try and get english sparkling oh yes yes Christmas. do it what's what i'm gonna do yes right do you want to do the next one yeah so stuffing or pigs in blankets oh that's such a hard one i'm actually gonna have to say stuffing Oh, do you know what? I had stuffing this weekend and I was like, I bloody love stuffing. I, know, it's so good. I also love pigs. I might have to say pigs because you can get stuffing all year round. That's true. But yeah, I'm still sticking with stuffing though. I just would feel incomplete. Right. Christmas pudding or Christmas log? Christmas log every time. See, I, don't, thing. I don't like either of them. Do you know? Um, no, Christmas log's awesome. I, no, not, not for Christ- me. Christmas kids, yeah. I don't like Christmas pudding, so I'll say Christmas log. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, mince pie or apple pie? Apple pie. Really? I hate mince pies, but they're disgusting. Do you? I love yeah. them. I absolutely love them. Yeah. Um, I get... Where it does really good mince pies? Co-op. They do like pecan, mince pecan or pecan, whatever that word is. Mince pies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll have a look. No, I, I, I just the cheaper. I don't even care. 
and usually I just stock up on mince pies and just eat them like <laughs> I put them in the microwave heat them up you know just have them on a plate in the afternoon and I'm like yeah no, not for me. Not for me. And it's the word mince that freaks me out because I think it's meat mince, but it's not. I prefer it if it was meat mince, probably. And fruit was it fruit mix, isn't it? Like raisins and stuff. Yeah, it's all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Weird. Right, parsnips or potatoes? Ooh, uh, I love hard. both. That's really hard. That's hard, isn't it? I think, I think potatoes. That like you can't be if it's a really yeah, good potato. I agree, hundred percent. Proper crispy, crispy potato. Yeah, hundred percent winner. Yeah. Um, port or sherry? Port. <laughs> yeah. I can actually drink. I can. I can sit and drink port. That's not good, is it? I'm like an old man. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I'm. I'm not a big fan of sherry, but um, so they do white port as well. I don't know if Ooh, you've heard. Do they? So I actually have a bottle, and I would show it to you, but it's sort of down underneath beneath my desk um but white port's really interesting because you can have like white porto or it's like porto tonic so it's basically a bit like a you you put it with tonic water and it's actually um it's actually pretty nice and um yeah, one of my portuguese friends showed me she got me into it and actually it's pretty good um but yeah you can have white port or obviously you've got the red port or tawny port late bottle vintage port all sorts of ports i should actually i am very qualified in in spirits but um my port knowledge is a bit lacking to be honest because i don't drink very much of it and sherry too um well they're quite Christmassy, aren't they they're quite Christmassy port and sherry yeah and they're quite alcoholic i tell you what is good there's something that tastes quite similar to port but it's not port it's it's called like a chocolate wine it's um it's very good it's very Ooh. good it's like rubicon and it just tastes like liquid chocolate it's incredible oh that sounds really good just send me the link to that right last one christmas eve or boxing day christmas eve <gasps> i'm 100 boxing day person oh yeah yeah why <laughs> <laughs> normally back home in wales we used to all like you'd go out for a drink on christmas eve oh my god some of the christmas eves i've got in at three in the morning um but you'd be quite contained because you'd have Christmas Day. Then we all used to go out on Boxing Day. It used to be the biggest night out. And especially when you've gone away for uni, like everyone's home. Yeah. And Boxing Day means Christmas is over for another 12 months. <laughs> so I like Boxing Day. Oh, I didn't know. So we, so Christmas Eve for us. So we have this really lovely tradition of going to the cinema on Christmas Eve. So every Christmas Eve, that's what my family and I would do. Um, mm. So every year we go see Harry Potter or Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or whatever is essentially on. Oh, cool. we, would, we would go and do that. And it was my mum's kind of, you know, thing of when we were younger to kind of do something on Christmas Eve to tire us out or to do something so it didn't feel like a long day. Um, and we've kept up that tradition for sort of as long as I can remember which is lovely um so christmas eve has always been quite nice and then we get a curry on christmas eve evening and then i would go and see my friends um, in my hometown so christmas eve was always quite a nice day for of, of doing stuff with my grandparents and whatever um yeah and then christmas eve was really lovely um but boxing day is always a bit of a like oh it's over now we've just you know what do we do and that that's how i always feel boxing day is a bit of a ugh. Ooh, I quite like 
Sunday. Christmas Eve, we don't really do anything. I remember one year my dad and my sister went to church and I was like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> going to church to pray. And I was like, what? This is like once in a lifetime thing that happened. Um, but what we do do is we actually get, like sit and drink wine and watch, is it songs of praise? Oh my God, I absolutely love hymns and Christmas. I absolutely love hymns. Anyone who's, any of my friends who have get, got married or are getting married will tell you that I love hymns. Um, so like Christmas carols are like a form of hymns. So just sit there singing them. That's, that's what nice. That's Christmas nice. as I get. Love that. Love that. Yeah, that's nice. I think so. I think it it depends on your you know your experiences and what you do as your traditions. Um, mm. But just just linking to that, um, I think it is. Do you know what? Every year is an opportunity to make new traditions, and yeah. I think given this year and what's gone on and the just the whole bloody year really it's a really good opportunity and I try and look at the positives and things and it is an opportunity to start making your own traditions and, and try and try and do things a bit differently and mix mm. it up really and if you used to spend loads of money on presents maybe don't spend as much this year or try something new um it's definitely for me I'm going to be spending Christmas with a lot less family um in fact no family at all um other than my rabbits so it's going to be completely different so it's it's an opportunity to to sort of start from how you want to do it and approach it in a very new way and I think that that's a really good good thing to do and I think you know we should be proud that we've we've all made it through this year and deserve a relaxing Christmas to be honest I was about to say please make sure you relax it's Christmas yeah don't stress yourself out relax yeah even if your turkey's a bit burnt it doesn't matter exactly cool yeah have you got any final words of wisdom for us jane because you usually do merry christmas everyone (laughs) oh words of wisdom yeah exactly so it is time to wrap up we've had uh lovely evening tonight with our mulled wine and thank you so much for joining us please do leave a rating review and subscribe and until next time thank you so much for listening cheers everyone and merry christmas